In 2013, our family went to visit my folks in Tampa, Florida. And although my kids had done some theme parks, it had been mostly kiddie level stuff. And so since they were old enough, we were gonna take them to Bush Gardens. We got there very early in the morning and we were actually there before the gates were open. And so we took the map of the theme park and we began to plan out what we were going to do first. We had really hoped that we would be able to get to the safari animals maybe early enough in the morning where we were gonna be able to see them being fed. So the gates open and we rushed to into the area where the safari is and there was a chain link that said not open until 9.30. But I remember we had passed a whole bunch of fun rides. And so I said, well, let's go check out what we've missed. And we're walking along and the first thing we come to, it looks kind of cool, I guess. It, it looks neat because there's no line. And because there's this neat sign and, and it says in big blue letters, Gwazi. You know how in theme parks that are that big, you can't actually tell what you're walking into. There's a covered area that has mist that sprays air and some of them have fancy TVs. And then there might be another long corridor, but I look back at the family and Logan says, I'll try it out. So we begin the walk and we're going down the corridor and, and then we go upstairs and, and there it is. There is the Gwazi roller coaster car. No lines, we get in and then the bar clamps down and I look at Logan and he is so excited. I'm excited too and, and then we begin to go and then we only go up and up and up. And as we continue to go up in the air, I think, oh no, this could be really bad. That roller coaster gets to the very top and then it, it levels out and y'all know what's about to happen. And Logan knows what's about to happen and he looks at me and says, mama, I wanna get off, I don't wanna do this. And I say, I wanna get off too, but we can't. And then we begin to hurl down the ground going at a very awkward angle, 100 miles an hour. And with the G-force coming in my face, I managed to look over at Logan and he has turned completely white, maybe a little bit green. And he's just holding on to me with every bit of force that he can. And I say, it'll be over in a couple of seconds. And, and then we slam to a finish. And I look over at Logan and he's real green at this point. And so we get out and I'm apologizing all over myself. I cannot believe I have done this to you. Did I tell you that he was only eight years old? And so we get out and every step that we get closer to his dad and to those brothers, that frown starts to turn upside down. And he stands up a little taller. And he says, that was the scariest thing I have ever done. But I just rode the fastest roller coaster in the whole world. And this is what it looks like from the sky. I later found out that the Gwazi is literally the fastest wooden roller coaster in the world. And, and I had no idea what I had done. Both of those emotions, such excitement 
and such fear were present at the same time. As we approach our so familiar text today, I wanna name that this Easter, there's lots of fear. There's fear abounding within us, around us. We hear it, we see it, and oh, do we feel it. And it's for good reason. And yet, I believe today that God has the gift of joy for us. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I thank you for how big and amazing you are and how a text that we read hundreds of times in our lifetime can come to life and it can bring joy. It can cast out fear can give us peace, can give us direction, it can give us hope. And so this day, God, may we be your resurrection people and celebrate with joy. We pray this in Christ's name, amen. Like we have this entire Praxis sermon series, we are going to continue to read from Matthew's gospel. So we'll pick up verse 28. After the Sabbath, As the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised. As he said, come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. Tell them he has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee, and there you will see him. This is my message for you. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy. And they ran to tell his disciples and then suddenly Jesus met them and said, greetings. And they came to him and they took hold of his feet and they worshiped him. And Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. The two Marys, they go to visit Jesus's tomb. In Mark and Luke's gospel, the authors tell us that they go early in the morning to put spices on the body. I think they wanna see him one more time. They wanna be able to maybe touch him after the death, see their savior, their leader. I hadn't noticed before this time that the day is dawning. It would have been really dark outside. There were no street lamps, there were no flashlights, certainly no cell phone lights. The mood would have been almost a little bit scary. Then they're approaching the tomb in this darkness and then the earth underneath their feet begins to shake. Suddenly, a being 
whose appearance the author describes is like a flash of lightning. And you know how scary a flash of lightning can be, especially if it's followed by a loud thundercloud, thunderclap. And there is this being sitting on top of the big stone that he has somehow rolled away. We know that the women weren't just scared a little bit. It wasn't like the angel went boo and they just were caught off guard. The word that's used there is phobos. They had a phobia. You know what it's like to be afraid of something? These women were terrified. They were literally scared to death. Most of us have a phobia of something. Spiders, heights. For me, it's black dogs because I was bit by one two years ago. These women are scared. Have you been scared lately? Terrified? Have your phobias been mounting? What do you do when you get that way? Because what I do, like I did this morning on the walk, is when I see the black dog, I just turn and run. I don't face it. I wonder if we have been consumed with these fears and phobias lately. It's legitimate. Some might feel that the earth is literally shaking beneath them as more and more people that we actually know and love are getting the virus. And some of us have even have people that we love and know that have died from the virus. We're doing our best to shelter in place and to maintain social distance, but honestly, we're still terrified. And yet as terrified, rightly so, as these women were, the scripture says they ran to tell others that Jesus had been raised from the dead. And this is how the scripture reads. They left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy. This is what I want you all to hear on this Easter morning. You see, we can be fearful about our current situation and we can celebrate today. We can celebrate and have joy that our Savior has been resurrected and it is okay to celebrate today. I've heard messages in the world that in times of, of fear that you're somehow quenching faith. I'm not sure that that's true. When you think about the, the fact that these women experienced both and it was okay. Look at the natural world. Have you ever been outside on a sunny day and then all of a sudden you feel raindrops on you and you think, where in the world is that coming from? And then there's that one little rain cloud, both existing at the same time. The Hudson River in New York City is an estuary. It has salt water flowing in from the Atlantic Ocean and it has fresh water coming down from the Adirondack Mountain glacial lakes. Salt water, fresh water, both existing at the same time. In Glacier National Park, all of the mountains that face leeward, they keep their snow on them because they get the moisture. And those that face, just kidding, the lead, the, those that face windward get snow 
and, and green, and on the leeward side, it's brown and it's a desert. It's literally the same mountain with one side covered in snow and one side completely dry. Remember the very nature of Jesus? Fully human, fully divine, both at the same time. I want you to listen to how my precious niece Charlotte tells her brother about who Jesus is. And God is up in heaven. He died for us. But, but he turned into God. Yeah, he turned into God. No, he was he was the chosen one for God. He he. No, he, Jesus is God. Jesus is God. God is Jesus. She says it so matter of fact. God is Jesus and Jesus is God. And then she just kind of shrugs her shoulders. Both at the same exact time. It's so obvious to a five-year-old. Is Easter different this year? Yes. Because the world is different and because we are a different people. But guess what is not different? God in Jesus, resurrected to new life. God is still the God who went to the greatest length anyone could go and became human and died for us. Guess what is not different? Jesus is risen again, and we are his resurrection people, and so we are gonna practice joy today. The women left the empty tomb and they ran with fear and great joy. No matter how much fear any of us have today, we can still, at the same exact time, celebrate with great joy. You see, every Easter since that first Easter, there has always been despair. There has always been tragedy going on in the midst of our lives. And there has been reason to weep. There has been reason to mourn. There has been reason to despair. You might be there right now in that place. But every Easter, as people of faith, we can celebrate with great joy regardless of our circumstances. Karl Barth says it like this, the resurrection of Jesus is the great verdict of God. And the verdict is this, God won. With great joy, we will proclaim that all sickness, cancer, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, it never has the last word for us. We are children of God and our God faced death and conquered it. With great joy, we will trust God with this day, with our lives, with our future, because we are children of God who knows what it feels like to be alone and rejected and to suffer physically and emotionally, and then took all of that upon his shoulders to the cross and then rose again. With great joy, we're gonna love our enemies. We're gonna pray for those who persecute us. We're gonna keep our mouths shut when we don't have anything nice to say because we are a resurrection people who worship a God whose mercies are new every morning. With great joy, may we experience the true delight that our God wants us to have. As Pastor Claire has told me, find the good and praise it the beauty in a milkweed plant, the giggle from a grandchild over FaceTime, the perfect bitterness 
and a cup of coffee. The homework that was completed without your assistance. The video that made you laugh out loud. The nose on a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. The fact that you sent your boss an email this past week and he replied, you know what, you're doing a great job. The phone call from your child checking on you as you are isolated in your assisted living home. The smell of a golf course first thing in the morning. Easter is our day to practice joy. So let's do it, friends. Just like those women that morning in the dark, let's run or walk or sit or call or text one of our brothers or sisters, our parents, a friend, a neighbor, and let's tell them the gift of Easter. Easter.